0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this uh, devotion Uh, on Monday morning. We're in Mark chapter 5 today, and as you're opening your Bible there, I want to take a moment and just say thank you to our church family. Uh, Yesterday, uh, you celebrated my 35 years as pastor here, and we're so gracious and kind and generous. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for every expression of kindness. It is my joy to serve with you. Well, as I said, today we are in Mark chapter 3, and in this chapter there are three miraculous healings which Jesus performs. There's the man who was living in the tombs that had been bound by chains, possessed by demons, and Jesus healed him. And then there's the, the daughter of the synagogue official, Jairus, whose daughter was sick and, uh, and actually died, and then Jesus brought her back to life. And there's the woman who for 12 years had suffered with a hemorrhage that Jesus healed. And there's a pattern in in this chapter that we often see repeated in Mark's gospel, especially of where there's a story. But before the story is finished or completed, a second story, a different story, is inserted in the middle, sort of like a a sandwich. You see that uh, starting at verse 21 with the story about Jairus' daughter, and Jesus is on his way to his house to heal his daughter, and then all of a sudden, before Jesus gets to the house and the story is concluded, the second story takes place. A woman who had a hemorrhage for 12 years touches Jesus, and she's healed, and then after her story is finished, it comes back to the first story, Jairus' daughter, and Jesus and him make their way to the house, and she's dead, and he heals her. Brings her back to life. Um, and that pattern, there's a reason for it. It's not just that they happened that way chronologically. Mark would often do this because each of the stories sheds light on the other story. There's a theological purpose. There's a teaching purpose behind it. And so in these two stories, there's a there's a real focus on the on the personal nature of faith and healing on, on uh, the, the role of desperation as we turn to the Lord. And it's just brought out in these stories. Now, having said all of that from a, just a teaching perspective, the part that spoke to my heart spiritually and devotionally is verse 33. The woman who for 12 years had struggled with this issue of bleeding reaches out and touches Jesus' garment, and she's healed. And um, uh, Jesus asked, who touched me? Now, he knew, but he asked. And that that creates a situation in which she comes forward. And in verse 34, uh, for 33, rather, the woman, verse 33, the woman, fearing and trembling, aware of what had happened to her, came and fell down before him, before Jesus, And this woman told him, told Jesus the whole truth. Now, that, that may sound so simple, but let's slow down for a moment and look at it. This woman told Jesus the whole truth, the entire truth, nothing but the truth. I think that's a great example for us because sometimes I'm afraid we don't do that. We tell Jesus some things, but not all things, as if he doesn't already know. But we're not always honest with Jesus because, listen, to tell Jesus the whole truth, to be fully, completely honest and transparent with Jesus, I first have to be honest with myself. If I'm going to be completely honest with Jesus about my sin, about my struggle, about my fear, about my problem... I can't do that unless I'm honest with myself. And often because we don't want to be totally honest with ourselves about what we have done or not done, we're not totally honest with God. We we talk around it. We play games. And here's the thing. It doesn't work. He already knows the whole truth. What, what, What do you think you're hiding from him? You're not hiding anything from him. You're hiding it from yourself. So spiritual healing and this great work that Jesus wants to do in my life and in your life is possible when we just come clean, totally honest with Jesus. Don't play games. Don't hide things. Just totally honest. And that means being honest with myself. You being honest with yourself. And I want you to notice how Jesus responded, verse 34. He said, daughter, your faith now, and I think not only her faith that caused her to reach out and touch the hem of his garment when she was originally healed, but her faith that allowed her to be totally honest and transparent with Jesus and tell him the whole truth and not play games. That's also an act of faith. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. You see, I think when you and I are totally honest With ourselves and with Jesus, he always responds with grace and peace. And often what robs us of long-term peace is an unwillingness or inability to be fully honest with him and with self. Peace doesn't come when we only tell ourselves and tell him half the truth. Is there something in your life where you just need to get down before Jesus on your knees and tell him the whole truth so you can finally know the real peace of God? I pray if, it, if that's a need in your life, you will do that today. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.